it going? Thanks for tuning in. We love you so. Your human buddy Sam and his teddy friend, this is Hello. The song's almost over, it's about to end, let's start the show. It blows my mind sometimes to think about how I've managed to survive this long without either getting seriously injured or killed yet because of how I'm not going to say I'm stupid. I, I mean, I am, but I'm either ill-informed about something or I'm just I'm just not knowledgeable about it I I I was cleaning my ice maker a couple hours ago and I saw I do this every couple of weeks mind you um I clean the inside and I wipe off the outside, but I never go underneath where the drain plug is. But for some reason, I checked under where the where the drain plug was and I saw this yellow spongy mold like uh, surrounding the drain plug. And I was like, oh, that's gross. I better clean that. So I put the, the ice maker by the um, on the kitchen counter took a paper towel, dipped it in vinegar, wiped it, didn't come off. So did it again, didn't come off. So I thought, all right, this is, this is really stuck on there. I'm going to let it soak. So dip a third paper towel in the vinegar, put it underneath, duct tape it, and let it, let it soak for like 25 minutes. Come back, nothing, not coming off. So I took a fork. And I thought to scrape it and it was really nothing was happening. Got a small little chunk off, but that was it. Everything else was just, I was picking at it and, and nothing. So I turn it around so it's hanging over the counter and I look underneath it. I get, I get underneath it and I'm looking at it and I'm like, what is going on with this? What kind of mold is stuck on this? It's an ice maker. Like, what kind of mole? It's water. This shouldn't be happening. Take a fork at it again. And it starts to finally... I'm putting some elbow grease into this. And it finally starts to, like, flake off. And I'm like, oh, good, finally. And then I see it's, like, wedged up where the little opening of the plug is. And I thought, okay, this might not be mold after all. This might be insulation. So I took a picture and I texted my, my youngest brother who would be knowledgeable in this and said, hey, <laughs> I'm cleaning the ice maker. I saw this spongy yellow shit around the drain plug. Um, I tried to clean it off. And as you can see, I like scraped at it and it's like, it's a mess now. And right when I hit send, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, this is this is insulation. So I wrote back, 
I think it's insulation. And he, at the same time, texted me back, it's insulation. So I was playing with the insulation for whatever, an hour. I had gloves on, so because I thought it was mold, so that was good. But regardless, I had my face pretty close there. I don't know, can you put your face close to insulation like that without a mask? I don't know. And then can you mix can you soak it in vinegar? Is that going to be a is that going to be a problem? I don't know. I'm fine, I think. I'm okay so far. Maybe as the episode goes on, I'll I'll feel it, but I just like, I, I don't know. I there's so many, like a couple months ago, I was watching a TikTok that changed and saved my life of a guy who was duetting a video of this woman cleaning her bathroom, mixing all these cleaning agents together. And he duetted the video and he was like, Hey, stop doing that. You're making mustard gas. And when I watched the video, I was like, hey, that's that's me. I also did that. Um, I know you're not supposed to, you know, mix a whole bunch of chemicals together, but I thought like, yeah, if you pour Comet in the in the toilet and then you put some <laughs> Put some scrubbing Mr. Bubbles or whatever on top of it. And then, you know, add a little of the Lysol uh, liquid shit. Yeah, it's good. I, I, I'm i sure. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I Nothing bad happened. But was it a matter of time before something did? Like, I've been doing that for a, lo a long time. And... I, I don't know. It's just scary to think like all the times that I'll do something and then I'll read about it or I'll see a video and it's like, hey, you shouldn't don't don't be doing that. And it's like, did it already do, did it already do something in my brain, though? Stu, do I have brain damage, you think? Any oh, Stu got a new couch. Look at that new couch. My uh, my Dana got a uh, my sister, Dana. <laughs> There you go. There's there's the insulation. My sister Dana saw this this couch at uh, at PetSmart of all places, and she texted me. She's like, "Hey, uh, measure Stu's little butt and see if this this couch will fit. I wanna I wanna send it to you." So he fits on it perfectly, and and the timing is is great because his couch, um, it's it's really falling apart. The, one of the, the legs uh, broke off, and I've been trying to super glue it, but it's like felt. I don't think you're supposed to super glue felt. Might be toxic. Um, no, but it just it doesn't stay. So I use it, um, the, the camera, the battery case, and I just slide it under the leg, and it, it stays. But without it, it's all wobbly. And uh, he also, he's too, he's too big for it. You're too big for this couch, Stu. His little legs hang off the end and and uh yeah i feel like this looks better anyway this is a great little couch it matches him he looks more comfortable and it's like i don't know he just it's it's him so new couch new new uh new introduction new show we got a whole new show 
We're gonna do um, a fun little thing. By the way, Dana is so fucking awesome. She's so rad. Like, this is the shit she does. She was at PetSmart and was like, Oh, I see this thing. I'm thinking of I'm thinking of Sam. I'm gonna get this thing for him. And she does that with everybody. She does that with all, all of our, our siblings and my mom and she's just awesome. And uh I I was actually I was listening to the presidents of the United States of America um over the weekend and uh and I thought of her because she's the one that, that got me into that band. My brothers too. We fucking we love that band so much. And there's so many bands that I listen to because of her. Like she gave me um Let Me Borrow. <laughs> I just kept for a very long time. Um Nirvana's live album from I think it's called From the Muddy Banks of the Wishka. And that was my that was like my introduction to Nirvana and um, God, what, I was like, like, 12 or 13, maybe, 14, but, yeah, from there, it was like, oh my God, I love this, and she's like, oh, if you love that, you're gonna love the bands that, that inspired them, like the Pixies, and the Breeders, and, um, you know, all these, all these different, um, bands that I've, I've come to just, I love, and it's, uh, it's because of Dana. Thank you, Dana. Love you. Um, there was a <laughs> there was a song that she played by them, the presidents. It was called Kitty, and the song was if you've if you've never listened to that band, please go listen to them. Their uh uh what do you call it? The self titled album is is I think the best album, but it's it's really fun and. They play all these crazy, they have all these crazy instruments and the, the bassist, his name is uh, Chris Balu, Balu, I think. He has, uh, he has a bass that only has uh, two, two strings on it. So it has uh, kind of a, a fun sound. But anyway, she played this song for us when we were kids. Um, it's called Kitty. And it's about this uh, kitty who this guy finds and the, the cat... It's boring to explain it. Just listen to it. It's a fun song. <laughs> the cat fucks up his jeans. There you go. But there's a part in the song where he says, Fuck you, kitty. You're going to spend the night outside. And uh, my brothers and I, we were, God, six, seven, eight years old. And she would always turn up the volume really loud when he would say, Fuck you. And uh, yeah, that, that was just really cool of her. To <laughs> that was cool of my teenage sister to play some foul language for her little baby brothers, but it just it made us feel like we were cool. But you know, we never repeated that to our mom. So, mom, if you're listening, I don't think that you are, but if you are, we heard the F word when we were very, very young, and it was because of Dana. So you know, maybe, maybe take her out of the will. Um, speaking of mom, I found, uh, my old journal that I thought we would read. I found, we were cleaning all this 
shit a couple of months ago and cleaning all the all the bins full of our 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 family we're hoarders and she saved like every paper and my dad every paper everything we ever wrote every hey i love you mom note that she put on the refrigerator usually you throw those away after a little while but they never threw that stuff away they kept it and uh it's both uh it's a terrible thing because of the clutter but it's also it's also very nice because you get to you get to see this stuff again and remember remember when times were great like this this journal the uh the cover came off at one point but um november 15th 1996 life was great then i think maybe i don't know but yeah i kind of i didn't really read everything because there's a lot but i kind of skimmed through and i was like oh this will this will be a fun thing to do so we're gonna do that and call it a night and if if this is fun maybe i'll i'll read from this every now and then and i do have i think this is so this is from 1996 so i was probably a i was 10 so i guess a fourth third fourth grader anyway um yeah I, there's a lot of journals that i found um as early as kindergarten where i couldn't really make out what the fuck i was trying to say but this one I, uh, I have really had really nice handwriting. My handwriting has gotten much worse since since this. I'll I'll put a little. I'll post the um the text. I'll take pictures of this and then I'll post the text. I actually had a YouTube video probably two years ago where I read um, from another journal, but hopefully this is just as entertaining. And yeah. Like I said, if this is fun, we'll we'll do this again. It'll be a. It's like Sam. It's like past Sam pr is providing the content for this, for this uh, podcast. So here we go. <clears throat> Ready, Stu? All right. So this is November fifteenth, nineteen ninety six. Smoking is very bad for a person. You shouldn't smoke because. You can get very sick, get drunk, and worst all, worst of all, die. That's true. When I grow up, I'm not going to smoke. I did for four years, so sorry about that, Sam. You did quit, though. But if I slip, I'll have someone hide them for five months. They can also take my money. <laughs> It's very specific. But I doubt that will ever happen. I hate smoking. It gives you diseases, kills you, gives you black lungs, and makes you suffer. It doesn't even make sense. A person should know a person should know what it can do, so why don't they not smoke at all? That's what smoking is and what it does to you if you smoke. But to me, it's the stupidest thing to do. And I got a I got a little check mark there, which means I did a good job. This thing is like it's just about to fall apart, so I gotta be careful with this. Alright. November twentieth, nineteen ninety six. That was my uh my buddy's tenth birthday. 
In the Time for Kids magazine, it shows the guy who planted the bomb in the Olympic Games year. His name is Richard Jewell. It happened on July 27th, 1996. People were injured, paralyzed, and some were killed. The bomb seriously injured three, oh, duh, 111 people. I thought it was Roman numerals for some stupid reason. To me, it's stupid to go, <laughs> I guess that's like my favorite word to say, stupid. To me, it's stupid to go and mess up the Olympics. He could have hurt an Olympic player. He was a suspect two days after the bombing. Cops tracked him down. Quote, I felt like a hunted animal, followed constantly, said Jewel. But it was sad how he didn't have a job and wanted to be a policeman. But it turned out he was caught by the police instead. Richard Jewell... Was he... I feel like he was... Was he the bad guy? I thought he... I thought he ended up being... I don't want to talk too much before I look this up because I might be wrong. I feel like I saw a movie or a documentary where he ended up not being the suspect. Okay. Investigation and media coverage. Exoneration. Based on the evidence developed to date, Richard Jewell is not considered a target of the investigation of the bombing. So this was October, October 26th, 1996. At a press conference in July, 1997, uh, Janet Reno said that she was sorry it happened. We owe him an apology. Okay, so yeah, it doesn't look like he did this. I, when I read that name, I was like, wait, he didn't do that. So this, this article that I read must have been like right after the bombing when he was, I guess he was a suspect. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, so good for him. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't do it. So I didn't, <laughs> I actually didn't get a check mark on this. So maybe my teacher was like, hey, uh, we don't know if he did that. All right, moving on. November 24th, 1996. For the next three weeks, I'll be busy. I'm doing homework all day. But, <laughs> but that's not all. I'm going to the dentist to get braces, maybe. I think I got them around that time. There's a doubt I won't. <laughs> if I do, I won't be scared. What? If I do, I won't be scared he won't mess up my mouth. His name is Russell Chang. He has over 92 awards. How would I have known that? Then, on Thursday, my family is going to Universal Studios. It will be fun because we've never gone. What? That was the first time that we went? We are dying to go on Jurassic Park. My mom will hang around doing nothing <laughs> like she always does. <laughs> we think she's scared. <laughs> We think she's scared. <laughs> my roasting my mom. <laughs> she's gonna hang around doing nothing like she always does. Then, then we are going to my great uncle's birthday. That's what I'm doing for the next three weeks. 
Okay, I guess I'm gonna be that busy. I can't like talk to anyone. I'm gonna get braces, go to Universal, and do homework. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Alright, next one. Um, charge of the... Okay, November 25th, 1996. We used to have a thing called the Charge of the Week, which is my teacher would write a uh, an inspiring quote on the chalkboard, and we would have to talk about it. So, Okay. The charge of the week. You are not worthwhile if you are not doing means don't be a bum or lazy. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, so the charge of the week was you are not worthwhile if you are not doing. And I thought that means don't be lazy or a bum. That means don't sit around watching daisies grow. Get a job. Play sports. <laughs> you shouldn't just lay around in America. In other words, if you want something that costs money, don't sit and wait for it in the mail. Earn money. Buy it. So, if you want a car, don't say, gee, that car should come about now. Get a job and buy it. It may take a while. It may take a day. Just as long as you don't sit around being lazy and not trusted. I got a little check mark for that one. All right, next one, November 26th, 1996. I am thankful for a lot of things. I am thankful for my family, friends, food, school, Boomer, my cats, especially Boots and Clyde, and sports. Boomer uh, was our dog. I don't know why I didn't just say pets. <laughs> Without those, I wouldn't be important or special. I wouldn't even be anyone. I'd probably be a bum if all this stuff forgot me. But I have it all. On Thanksgiving, I'm really thankful. That day, I'm mostly thankful for my house, my family, food, boomer, and my bed. That's what I'm most thankful for on Thanksgiving because all of them put together makes Thanksgiving. I'm excited for Thanksgiving tomorrow. That's everything I'm thankful for, and for tomorrow's holiday, Thanksgiving. You know, I, uh, <laughs> I was really bullshitting there. I was clearly just trying to take up space, because we had to do a full page. So, um, what I used to do, I used to make the, um, the margins, I, as, as we go on, they're gonna get worse, but I used to, like, put, like, two inches of space there so I would have to write less and less but yeah I definitely was bullshitting there okay so that was Thanksgiving uh, December 1st 1996 when I oh I went to Universal Studios good alright the old camera shut off so I can't remember if I said the date December 1st 1996 when I went to Universal Studios I went on the best rides I went on Jurassic Park, E.T., Back to the Future, and the Tram. On Jurassic Park, you get in a boat and go through dinosaurs trying to eat you. E.T. is safer. <laughs> you get on eight bikes and ride through people trying to catch you. But Back to the Future isn't bad. You get in a car and the car moves. That's a hell of an explanation. You try to catch Biff, a teenage kid who steals your car. 
all he ever says is butthead <laughs> and i censored butt i put um b and then i put two little lines um the tram <laughs> the tram was the best you get in a four-sized you get in a four-sized open bus then you go on adventures first king kong rips you jaws almost eats you a flood hits you you almost fall off a bridge and you survive an 8.3 earthquake it's fun can i can i just say universal studios hollywood anyway taking out the et ride was such a bad move i think they replaced it with the mummy and i think that might have been replaced by the transformers ride or maybe the mummy's still there either way et is gone and that was such a great ride and it was it was for everybody you could i think you could bring an infant on that ride probably not but <laughs> it was such a sweet ride and it was so cozy and who doesn't love et and it had i don't even know how to describe the smell it had this smell and in the waiting line you would walk through the the forest and they had all the little et you know movie props and stuff set out and it had this like there was there was a mist and it was just really ah i can't even explain it it was just a it was just a fucking awesome time and and the ride itself it was so ah it was just it was magical dude like if you if you've been on that ride you know exactly what i'm talking about and i can't even i can't even put into words how special that ride was and when i went to um florida in i think 2017 uh they they still had the ride there and i i it was like i was trying not to get emotional <laughs> when i went on the ride because ah it just it took me back to like this time when when shit was good and same with the back to the future ride dude they replaced it with the simpsons and I know, you know, that's that's a more universal thing that everybody loves, but I don't know. They just shouldn't have done that. I'm sad now. I dude, Universal Studios was just very important to me, just for a lot of reasons, and I I could probably do a whole fucking episode on why, but just like the King Kong ride or not the ride but the portion on the tram they changed that and it's it's a screen now and i hate to like sound like you know a bitter old man like oh yeah back in my day they had the the big animatronic but they did and it was so dude it was so much cooler than the like they have a a a tunnel that you go through and you you watch on this screen um like king kong fighting the dinosaurs and he jumps over the tram and then you look on the other side of the screen and you see him but back 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 then there was a giant animatronic 
and he pulled the tram and he growled in your face and he was real like if you you could like touch him and he smelled like bananas i'm not joking this is a real thing i don't know how they did it but they had this like this uh this aroma that sprayed up and it smelled like uh uh like artificial bananas like like the runts like the candy and i like i remember that i i remember the the tram part where you go through like new york and there's all this graffiti and they have like breaking news a reporter on the little TV screen and, and King Kong is loose in the city and I don't know. I'm getting bummed out now. We're going to keep reading. Um, de uh, <laughs> December 2nd, 1996. We're going to do, we're going to do two more and then we're going to, we're going to call it a night. All right. Today, Boomer went to school. Boomer was, was the dog. He was a big white yellow Labrador that we had. I think we got him like the year prior in 1995. Today, Boomer went to school. Actually, he got bored and ditched my house. <laughs> he just broke loose, walked to school like a person, and in seconds, he was a popular kid. I guess he got tired of waiting for his family. He probably meant to look for his family. Me and Ben, that is. Where the fuck is Nate? Why didn't I say Nate? <laughs> Nate was in school. Nate was like seven. I just left Nate out. Sorry, Nate. Anyway, um, I felt weird with my dog at school while we were in school. If you can imagine yourself having a nice, not bad day, <laughs> then all of a sudden something happens. Lurking through the forest comes Dogzilla. But luckily, Mr. Happy didn't get hit by a car. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm glad we got him back safe. But it happened when I walked out from Spanish. Then I saw <laughs> then I saw a dumb white four-legged small thing. I thought, Sam, he looks familiar like Boomer. Oh, it ends. That's how it ends. Okay, <laughs> that was the whole entry. Yeah, my uh my dog, we used to live like six houses down from our middle school that we went to from kindergarten through eighth grade. And our dog, Boomer, used to get out. And our at the time, um, you could just go to the school and, like, go on to the football field, like the big, like, soccer field or whatever. And we would do that, like, on the weekends and just go down there and, like, you know, play baseball or whatever and take Boomer and have him run around. So when he would escape while we were in school, he would just run down there and he would go run around on the field and everybody, everybody knew who he was because he would get out so often. And also my PE teacher, um, he lived like two or three houses down from us. So he knew Boomer and very, very, uh, I would imagine illegal to do this now, but when he would, um, <laughs> when he would get down to, to the school and if I was at PE, my teacher, Mr. I'm going to say it. Yeah. Mr. Kaufman. Okay. Yeah. Enjoy prison for letting a child off campus. Mr. Kaufman, Eric Kaufman. Anyway, Eric Kaufman would um, be like, oh yeah, you know, go, go run down and, and put Boomer back and I'll, I'll watch you. And you know, it took like five minutes for me to run down there and tie him up and come back. But 
yeah you could you could see everything from the field so he would he would let us do that it was really nice um i mean what else were we supposed to do like call the pound but yeah boomer boomer used to do that he used to get out all the time and yeah it, it, he managed to do that while we were at pe i don't know like the timing but yeah we would be playing like flag football and i would just see him run through the little open gate and you know all my classmates would be like sam your dog i'm like yeah i, I see him rest in peace boomer he died by the way no he's 28 years old now <laughs> all right last one december 3rd 1996 tomorrow is a jewish holiday it's called hanukkah it's like Christmas, only it lasts eight nights. <laughs> it's my favorite holiday. All eight nights, you open up to one. You open up to one to three presents. But Christmas, you run. What? But Christmas, you run toward the tree and open. There's two was to spell it. There's two ways to spell it. You can spell it H-A-N-N-U-K-A-H. Or C-H-A-N-N-U-K-A-H. And I definitely was trying to take up space here because I I took up I took up quite a few lines doing that. And then my indent is ooh, that's like three inches. When my brother Matt and my sister Dana Dana lived with us, we celebrated both. It's way better than celebrating one. On Hanukkah, you light an an eight candle holder thing. <laughs> Actually, there's nine, counting the shamash. Shamash. I think that's what it's called. I'm a bad Jew. Like, I... I think it's called the shamash. It looks like this. And then I drew a little picture. The long stick is the shamash. Shamash. When you light a candle, you use the shamash. You take it off and light them. And that was it. Um... Yeah, my, my older brother and my older sister are actually, they're half-siblings. So they um, they grew up celebrating Christmas, and then my dad is uh, was, because <laughs> he died, uh, was Jewish. And then my two younger brothers are also, I guess, were Jews. But we would do, um, it was very confusing for us because we would have a Christmas tree and the menorah, which was awesome, but also, again, confusing, because it was like, you know, you're little Jewish boys, and you see this awesome tree, and you're like, yeah, this is, this is rad, but it's like, well, it's not, it's not really for you guys, you get the little, you get the menorah, you get the little candle holder, but, you know, we got eight nights of gifts, so that was cool, but, uh, yeah, good, good times, God, they really shouldn't have, they shouldn't have done that with, with E.T. Anyway, um, yeah, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna call it a night. Hopefully this wasn't longer than a half hour, but if it went over a little bit, so what? We do what we want here. Um, yeah, if, if this was, if this was fun, if, if even three of you were like, yeah, do it again, I'll do it again, all right? There's a lot, um, and I, I was a funny I was a funny kid. Some of these things were were pretty funny, um, not really today, but 
other journals that I, I combed through were, were pretty good. And I had a lot of, there's seriously, there's so much stuff like there's artwork and everything. And it's good for me to, to go through it, double go through it and then throw it away because what am I going to, what am I going to do with this? Um, yeah, we were, my mom and I were going through it and, you know, she's like, all right, we're going to go through it and then throw away things and keep things. And I was like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to go through it again and then I'll, I'll throw it away. So like, what, what do you do with this? I'm not going to have kids. Even if I did, they'd probably be like, okay, yeah, this is, this is pretty cool. Interesting. And then what they keep it, they hang on to it forever. It's just stuff. And I already read it. I read it. I, it's on it's on a video. So if I if I ever want to relive, um, you know, Boomer getting out or going to Universal Studios, I I can just I can just go on YouTube and watch my own videos. That's not depressing at all. Anyway, yeah, that'll do it for us. Um, Stu, did you did you have anything that you wanted to add? Yeah, I think that would be a pretty fun idea. I'll get a I'll get a little tiny microphone and it'll yeah, that I think that'll work. I'll look on uh, I'll look on Amazon for that. Um, thank you to the to the Patreon trio for the support. Means a lot to us. Um, if you are with family or friends anytime soon, take a moment and take like mental snapshots of that moment just kind of take it in don't don't have your phone out don't take pictures of them or take video just kind of like remember what you're doing at that moment and how good you feel because reading about universal studios i felt i could like i remembered that moment and i was wise enough as a kid to to take these mental snapshots mainly because I didn't have a phone or a camera at the time, so I was forced to remember everything, but it's nice for later on. And if you go to the grocery store this weekend, use a shopping cart, put it back in the shopping cart return. Okay, thanks. Bye. See you next week.